Anna means family. When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? You don't know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Makuna Matata ain't no person crazy. Hello, how are you? And welcome. This is the Disney Plus Us podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Disney Plus streaming service. We got your news. We got your everything. But first off, I'm Jay. I'm Andrea. And we're not just a standard little podcast dedicated to Disney news, like I was saying. Oh, we aren't? No, we're much more. Oh, yeah, I guess we are. We are watching every single Disney animated feature in chronological order. Today, friends, you have landed on... Home on the Range. I ha- I don't know this, really. No. But it could be fun. We'll discover it together. We'll discover it together. Oh, darling wife, how yeah. are you? I'm doing great, Jay. How are you doing? You know, I'm doing great. Uh, there's so much I want to talk about. Uh-huh. So many fun things. Uh-huh. I think I'm going to talk about my my continued love of digital art. Oh, okay. So I've been just constantly, not constantly, as a hobby, drinking a beer, listening to music, and making art. Mm-hmm. You know, in an afternoon, yeah. see what I can do. Yeah. And it's just, it's silly. It's not important, but it's fun. And recently, I decided to start printing stickers Oh, and I know. smacking them up <laughs> around town or mailing them to towns to have them smack around. Yeah. And uh, so uh, technically you could say I'm a New York street artist. Uh, That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, and tell them what the image is on the first sticker you had printed. It's a UFO sucking up a kitten and a piece of toast. Yes. In a forest. Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> and there it's printed only once, you know, who knows if that will ever come back. It's a collector's item, some yes. would say. Uh-huh. Yeah. How That's are you? Cool. What are you up to? Oh. Feel like it's just been I don't know, like going to work, coming home, you kind of the grind. Uh Oh, come now. You've been I did do a corn maze yesterday. There you which go. Which is like my favorite thing ever. I love it's like one of the top things I want to do every autumn is go do a corn maze. Uh you go through there are little stations in there that you have to find and like punch at certain places and I always want to complete it, and Jay usually doesn't. Jay is not a big corn maze enthusiast. I'm more of a, I want to get out of the maze, (laughs) and she's like, I want to go to every corner of the maze. Yes. (laughs) So I found some like-minded friends who didn't mind my method of completing the maze, and it was wonderful, and it was really fun. I'm glad you liked it. So that's my story. That's a good one. Yeah. Cool. Well, it sounds like we're both kicking butt, you know? Yeah. I think we do need to scuttle on over to the news. Let's do it. Oh, boy. Okay. What do you have, Jay? I have just a smorgasbord of news that's kind of loose kind of fun smorgasbord it's not quite i only use smorgasbord and things how do you even say that smorgasbord board borg borg is it borg or borg no one knows no i don't know it's an inuit word somebody knows i don't i don't know smorgasbord smorgasbord perfect uh okay so on that note Hollow Stream is an official fun promo put out by Disney Plus. Hollow Stream. What it's, is this? It's a pun on Halloween. Okay. It's Hollow Stream. Okay. And 
Hold, you like puns, hold on to your pants. Do they not own the rights to Halloween? <laughs> like, can't. I don't know. I mean, stream, you're streaming it on Disney Plus. Oh, so hollow this, stream. Yeah, this is what you want to. Okay, I'm watch. with you now. There that, you go. that took me a minute. There. It's okay. Yeah. It took me a while, too. Big, especially on this stretch for boo releases okay. instead of new releases. Got it. I'm okay. with you now. Okay. Yeah. Boo releases. Boo releases. We got Supernatural. It's an original series premiering on 921. Okay. I kind of want to watch it. Wait, it's an original series? Mm-hmm. So it's not the series on the CW with um, Jared Padalecki and the other guy. That's a good right? question. I'm not sure. Maybe it is, but maybe it's not. Says original series. It's an original though. series. So they just ripped off the name. Well, it couldn't be. Yeah. It's a good name. Huh? But it's super slash natural. Oh. Yeah, that's different then. Yeah. Okay. The next one, Hocus Pocus 2. Your favorite. Yeah, it's fine. I, I've heard actually pretty good reviews. So maybe under the right conditions and the right crowd, I might watch it. But Interesting. probably not. Okay. The Nightmare Before Christmas sing along. <gasps> Nine thirty. So that's <sighs> out already. We could sing all the songs. Marvel Studios Werewolf by Night. Oh. Uh Into the Woods sing along. Dancing with the Stars Halloween Night. Yes. <laughs> okay. They always put on a good dancing show. So they're they're doing like the foxtrot, but they're Frankenstein monsters or something. Yeah, I don't know. They did a good Halloween show last year. Okay, so now we're moving on to creepy classics. Okay, Hocus Pocus. Uh huh. Nightmare Before Christmas. Of course. Halloween Town. Uh huh. Twitches. I don't know that one. I don't either. I mm. kind of want to watch that. Just Beyond. Okay. Muppets Haunted Mansion. We we saw that. We saw that. Yeah, it was was middling. It's not my favorite Muppet movie. Frankenweenie. Frankenweenie. (laughs) (laughs) Shocking shorts. So short shorts. You know, we get it. Not like the things you put on your legs. No, it's the like things you consume under 20 minutes. Got it. The Toy Story of Terror. Growing Fangs. Zombie. Addison's Moonstone Mystery. Or trick or treat. Okay. Um, and we have t- two more little fun lists that I have nothing else to do, so I'm going to tell you about these. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Frightful <laughs> Faves, Zombies uh-huh. 3, Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, mm-hmm. Simpsons Treehouse of F- Horror. Of course. One through, I think that's 52. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Once Upon a Time. Parallel Secret of Sulphur Springs, Gargoyles, which I hear the Gargoyles Gargoyles. TV show is pretty good. I've heard good things. I remember when it aired and it felt like I never quite knew what was going on the few times I watched it. So I think it's one you got to kind of watch from the beginning. Yeah. And then you'll love it. Eerie episodes. Okay. Cars on the road, lights out. Marvel Studios, what if? So they're telling us, it's called What If Zombies. They're telling us which episodes of series to watch to that watch are scary. To watch that are spooky. Yeah. Okay. Marvel Studios, WandaVision, all new Halloween spooktacular. Ah, there is a Halloween episode. Yeah, yeah. that's the one. Grown-ish, age ain't nothing but a number, season three, episode eight. Okay. Glee, Rocky Horror Glee Show. Uh-huh. Kim Possible, October 31st. Huh. And the one, and and so that's it for their, okay. what they put together. That's a pretty good list. It's a good list. Yeah. Except they omitted one of the best yeah. Halloween stories I've ever experienced. Okay. And it's from a TV show mm-hmm. from 1993 okay. called Boy Meets World. Okay. It's the episode is called And Then There Was Sean, Season 5, Episode 17. Okay. I want people to watch this and realize <laughs> this was awesome. Okay. <laughs> so if on Halloween night you're like us and you're, 
you can't go trick or treating because people won't give candy to thirty yeah. year olds. Socially unacceptable. And you staying home, maybe giving candy out to the kids who come to your door. Maybe you can flip on the TV and watch some of these. Season five, episode seventeen. Boy maybe unwrap a fun size Snickers or something. Or thirty of them. Or like fifty of them, and <laughs> then regret everything. Why did I do this every year? <laughs> I knew I would feel bad. Why did I do this? <laughs> oh, speaking of feeling bad, but also fun. Uh huh. Andrea and I have been playing Villainous. Yes. And not only just playing it, but we've started a tournament. Yeah. Like a old All style. the villains that we have, which is 12 of them, head to head. And so we went through round one and we just played today the mighty matchup of Ursula versus Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. Ursula was a tough opponent. Yeah. She uh I played her well. Yeah. You really did. I think you played her better than I've ever played her. Yeah. And she really put the screws to Captain Hook. Thought she was going to pull it out at the end, but I had some luck towards the very end. Very big luck. And Captain Hook prevailed. Yep. He defeated Peter Pan at the Jolly Roger. Good job. Yeah. Good match. Yeah. So if you haven't played, it's it's great. It's a card game. Best with two, I would say. Uh, hmm. You can play with three or more, but honestly, two is where it's at, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a pretty fun game. It's a really like fun it. game. We yeah. really do. Um, Andrea, darling wife, I want to sit back here. Uh-huh. I'm relaxing. Are That's, we still in the news segment, by the way? Th- this is kind of a free flow news. Oh, like, okay. Uh, you know, ah, being loosey goosey. Loosey goosey news. <laughs> I want to let's have an open dialogue about Dancing with the Stars on Disney Plus. Yes, because they they've doing they're doing something that's, to my knowledge, not ever really been done. It only exists on Disney Plus, yet it's live. It's a so, live show streaming. Yeah, a live streaming show to Disney Plus. Yeah. What and you're dancing with the Stars fan. Tell me about it. What's good? Do you watch it live? Um, I have not watched it live and I really should because during the show it's one of those shows where they ask the viewers to vote for your favorite dancers and they have, uh, based on the points the judges give them and the votes they get from the audience, they either get to stay another week or they get eliminated. Uh, so it is probably good to watch live yeah. so that you can vote and keep your favorites in. For me, I'm kind of a spectator of this show. Like I enjoy watching it. There are ones I'm like, oh, they really deserve to stay but I haven't participated in the voting process. So I've watched it after the fact. They do a great job. They've added. Who's um, some of your favorites? Oh, gosh. This season, there are some really good ones. Um, so they've got uh, Wayne Brady, who you remember from the classic improv show, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Or the Wayne Brady or Show. Or the Wayne Brady Show or any number of other things that he's done. He's fantastic an amazing entertainer and a pretty good dancer. Uh, so I think he's going to go a long way. Um, the One of the gals who was the bachelorette this past season, uh, Gabby, is on it, and she's a pretty good dancer. So oh, I think nice. she's going to go a little ways. Selma Blair, uh, who's famous actress from... Uh, she was one of the gals in Legally Blonde. She was the fiancé-turned-friend oh. at the end. Uh, she was in Cruel Intentions. She was in a lot of those like 90s rom-com type movies. Well, she got diagnosed with, I think, MS. Oh, no. And so she has all these like motor skills challenges. And she decided to go on this show. And it is just impressive. You can see her like they show some of the rehearsals and you can see her just battling to do things that are easy for other people. Wow. And then at the end, she pulls out these like amazing, beautiful dances. So that's huh. really just like inspiring. How to see can her you do not it. vote for that? I know. Well, also they have the guy who was the, one of the actors in the movie Coda 
that won a bunch the of deaf guy? the deaf guy and he can't even hear the music but they have all these methods of like teaching him how to dance and like indicating where the beat is and he is fantastic Jeez. So there are just like so many like um, inspirational, inspirational, amazing dancers this season. And it's going to be really hard to pick a winner, I think. Wow. So anyway, the last one I saw was Elvis night. They did all the Elvis music and people kind of dressed up like that. So they have these theme nights. I think it's a really fun show. Um, I'm probably going to keep watching. I should watch live so I can vote. Cool. Very good. All right. Our last open discussion news topic. Mm. We have done it, guys. We have watched one episode of Game Changers Mighty Ducks. Oh, I don't know if we can talk about this Season yet. two. We can want talk about the first episode. Okay. As most people who started it, season two will start with episode one. I was disappointed. <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> We're talking season one might have been my favorite thing I watched on streaming. Season one was amazing. It was so fun. So maybe we had too a high of hopes for season two. But boy, it was like. Forced, contrived. It was very just. Uh, not funny, not even fun. It's like, hey, we're going to summer camp because I believe in us. And Laura Graham suddenly has a job working at at said summer camp. It just, uh, yeah, yeah, not my cup of tea. Yeah, it, it really, was very contrived. The heart is gone. Yeah, uh, I, I will say I don't want to form an opinion and say I'm done based on one episode. No. But I was pretty close to it. Yeah. Like going in thinking, oh, this is awesome season two. And then coming back with bad feelings. It makes me not want to keep watching. But I will watch another episode or two and see if it's just like the setup sucked and it's going to get better. Or if it's just like all the heart has gone out of the show. And we'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was rough. It, it needed more time. They should not have rushed this one. Yeah. It was too precious to us, but, yeah. you know. Darn shame. Darn shame. What do I say? What are you going to do? Uh, let's talk about Home on the Range. We've yeah. all sung about this. Yes. This is, by the way, for those of you who don't know, we are in the state of Kansas, Jay and I. Yes, we are. This is our state song. Home on the range. Andrea and I sing it every morning just as a <laughs> homage to our wonderful state. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a home where the buffalo roam, where the deer and antelope play. So I'm assuming just based on the song and the title of this movie, which I don't think I've seen, that it's going to be about buffalo and antelope roaming the open plain. Does this take place in Kansas? I have no idea. Probably not. Probably Texas. Yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe Kansas. Yeah. I don't know. But when you say range, you think of the cattle range, right? Mm-hmm. So there's got to be some like cow stories in here. I don't know. Or farmland. I have not seen this movie. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't. Probably because I was too old and cool to see it. Yeah, I just missed this one. Like, I think it came out around the time I graduated from high school slash starting college. You don't get to a lot of movies when you're, like, right in the middle of a huge life change. Yeah, and this feels like an original. This isn't, I don't think this is based off a TV show like our last one was. Yeah. But isn't it weird the last couple of movies we've watched for this podcast have been like, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. You know, and I think we were just of the age where we weren't getting to the movie theater to see these things. Interesting. Yeah. So what do you say we do some improv? Let's do some improv. Roll sound. Sound production. Take two. Oh, boy, it is time for some improv. We must take it to DEFCON 3. Once I got that tattoo removed. I decided it was time to buy a Jeep. <laughs> Blue! 
fan action. Moo. Melissa. Melissa. What is it, Moobert? That that cloud is turning to a funnel. Moobert, what does that mean? That means we're in in trouble. In trouble like that time I stepped on a hornet's nest? (laughs) That was one funny terrible funny day you swelled up like a balloon everybody did that hornet's nest went all crazy on all of us the wind's blowing faster moobert oh lord (laughs) we are just so full of fun here at disney plus us uh, one thing I want to do is mm-hmm. actually play the trailer. Oh, so we have some idea what this movie is actually about. Yeah, All I right. think that's a good idea. So let me open her up and we'll see if this is actually anything close to what our improv is. Okay. Hey, hey. check in. Welcome to Patch of Heaven, where the animals aren't just animals, they're family. Here, have an apple. Now don't go near any luau, so. Walt Disney uh-huh. Pictures presents Home on the Range, featuring new music from the composer of The Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, and songs performed by Katie Lang, Bonnie Raitt, and Tim McGraw. Say, girls. God milk? Well, if it isn't the Phony Express. I'm sorry, Pearl. They're going to auction off Patch of Heaven. There's so many puns already. Alameda Slim. Just one more purchase and the whole dang territory belongs to me. Texas? Luckily, looks like it. they have a plan. We go nab that Alameda Slim and use the reward money to save the farm. What is this, the frozen food section? <laughs> Next spring. Where do you think you're going? It's hero time. Disney Pictures presents This town rocks Fuck, he must be taking stupid lessons from that buffalo Rico Sorry The girls We don't eat meat It's kind of a professional courtesy And Alameda Slim I think these cows got it in for me Go, cowgirl. In a story of courage. There's stew meat. Teamwork. Move on, bounty hunters. Now I've seen everything. And utter madness. Yeah, they're real. Quit staring. Disney's Home on the Range. On April 2, bust a move. Who put this here? (laughs) Wow. Huh. <laughs> I don't know what to think exactly. It looks like there are lots of puns in this one Pun, in our future. <laughs> Punville. It is Punville. Yeah, looks like a, a farm that the animals have to save through puns. Here we go. Let's do it. One, two, three, four. It's time for the movie. Which, which remote do we use again? I get the popcorn. There could be spoilers. We'll be back in four, three, two, one. And we are back. We're back. Home, home on the range. Where the deer? What'd you think? You know, <laughs> I was ready to hate this. Really? I had you going with that attitude, huh? Well, I thought there's, I've never even heard of this. There's probably a reason I have not seen this. <laughs> why on earth? It's probably bad. That's probably mm. why. Hmm. I had a blast. Aha. Uh-huh. The jokes hit. The adventure was there. It took itself just serious enough that I was very entertained. Okay. What about you? I am probably in the very similar boat. I 
I didn't know what to expect going in. I tried to go in with a, oh boy, a new cartoon. This will be great. Yeah. And I feel like I got a good story. I thought the music was fantastic. I just, I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I, I liked it was kind of a different story that we haven't seen before. Uh, as far as like characters and that sort of thing. Yeah, I I thought it was delightful. I enjoyed it. All right. Let's high five while the band warms up. Maestro, you've never sounded so good. I feel so transitioned right now. <laughs> that, that was a great transition. We're heading over to the deep dive. So uh, Home on the Range. Tell us, let's talk about what happened in Home on the Range. So we had an opening song. The words Home on the Range were in it, but this was not Home on the Range, the song. It was an original song. Okay. And then we get a voiceover from Maggie the Cow, and she talks about how... Her owner lost their farm. This like cattle stealer came in. Is that what a cattle rustler? What <laughs> cattle are they called? Steal- <laughs> I guess this a cow guy thief? came in and stole all of the cows, but somehow she got missed because she hid. And because all the cows were gone, the farm went bankrupt, and so she got sent down river to a different farm so maggie the the new the head lead character is voiced by roseanne bar yes and we felt that right away uh-huh yeah it was kind of that you know that loud that voice. yeah brutal Brash. i was a little worried when it started with a voiceover and a flashback I'm yeah. like, that's kind of lazy storytelling to start that way you're not wrong uh so i was a little worried starting out then we go to this new farm and we get the song Little Patch of Heaven Way Out West. And this song was just cute. And it kind of introduced this new farm to us. They're all friends. Um, the name of the farm is Little Patch of Heaven. So like kind of all all tied in together. And this is the farm that our main character, Maggie, becomes a part of. I love the characters on Little Patch of Heaven. This it just felt happy. There was honoriness. The goat was very funny who eats all the <laughs> trash. Uh, yeah, it, it's kind of the stereotype farm characters. There's I was welcome. There's pigs. There's <laughs> the, a goat. The big chicken joke, which was voiced by Ben Stiller's mom or, or Seinfeld. Uh, she, Jerry's mom. No. I'm going to get there. Estelle Harris. Estelle Harris, <laughs> who is George's mom. George Costanza's mom. Yeah. yeah. The big chicken joke yeah. is like, who would want to eat a chicken? <laughs> and it was just. She's a chicken. It was just perfect. And I burst out laughing. Yeah. Like, she that was had, just amazing. It was unfathomable to her that someone would want to eat, eat a, a chicken, chicken. And little yeah. did she know. It was great. <laughs> Uh, so once we have the song, we kind of meet our characters. We have three little piglets who and a goat who are fighting over a tin can. And uh, Mrs. Calloway, the cow wearing the hat, who we assume is in charge, comes over to solve the fight. Um, and you can kind of tell everyone respects her. Everyone listens to her. She's voiced by Judy Dench, very proper, and tries to keep an orderly farm about her. And then we have Maggie, who is our main Roseanne Barr cow who joins the farm. And instantly she and Mrs. Calloway clash. Oh, yeah. Very different attitudes. So that whole thing is set up that she's where she's in a new place. She feels like she doesn't belong there. She is a show cow. She's won prizes at the county fair, and the rest of them are are working cows or <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah. Um, then we find out that the owner of this farm has not been able to make her payments or something, and the bank is going to foreclose. This this is where it feels a little funny to me, but hey, it's a show. I'll go with it. Okay. So they need seven hundred and fifty dollars, or else the farm 
closes and the animals know about this like yeah. everybody's on board it's a it's a you know group loss mm-hmm. and then I'll, i don't want to get ahead on, on the story but you remember 750 750 dollars is on the you must pay this by in like three days yeah otherwise we're gonna auction off your farm yep so the cows are three main cows we've got mrs calloway very proper uh upright cow we've got maggie roseanne barr and we've got grace who's voiced by jennifer tilly she's the one that had a hat on right no mrs calloway always wore the hat okay jennifer tilly grace kind of has a, and she comes off as kind of an airhead a little bit gotcha she turns out not to be but she comes off that yeah. way um so those three cows are like, let's go do something about this. So they march into town. Uh, their owner has no idea that they're going. And they're going to go see if they can figure out how to fix this. In town, we meet, well, we've met already, but we meet a horse named Buck. And Buck just wants adventure and wants to fight. Um, but he's kind of stupid and young and dumb. I yeah, Buck was the the scene that <laughs> that's describing what you're saying is like there's this cowboy who is the baddest, you know, hunter of bad guys areas, mm-hmm. and he needs a horse, and it's got to be strong. And Buck is like, Buck bum, is like that's me. It's and got to be fast. And he's running around. <laughs> it's got to be handsome. And he's like, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's this very funny. And you can tell it's just him wanting to be what. Uh, he the wants dream. to be tough and awesome and a hero. Which he's not quite there. He's not quite there yet. Uh, our three cows get to town. They have a run-in with the showgirls at the saloon. <laughs> There's a whole scene there that that breaks out in a bar fight for some reason. They come outside and they see a reward poster for the the cow stealer. How much is the reward for the cow cow thief? Seven hundred and fifty dollars. So we both Ooh. looked at that and we're like. Dang it, all they need to do is find this cow stealer and their farm is saved. So problem set up, so potential solution is right there in front of us. All right. I don't want to correct you on this. Uh-huh. Um, let's call him horse thief or cow thief. Hmm? Cow thief? Cow thief. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You don't like horse stealer? <laughs> it's a little city, <laughs> city slicker. I'm from out west where, you know, I live by Dodge City. So. All right, whatever. Semantics. <laughs> uh, so they're very excited about that. They're ready to go track this guy down. But there is a professional bounty hunter named Rico who's looking for a horse who's strong and capable and fast. And so Rico is going to also try and track down the, the cow thief. Rico, was he the guy I just described? Yes. He ends up pairing up with our horse, Buck. Yes. So now we have Buck on one side trying to find the cow thief and our three main cows on the other the side. Girls. Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of both trying to do the same thing and prevent the other from doing it. So we haven't actually met Buck, or sorry, the horse thief yet, or the cow thief. No. Should we talk about the cow thief? Because it's We're a character. We're not quite there yet. Okay. We got one more Guys, scene. hold on. You're going to love this. It's great. So our three cows end up kind of out in the middle of nowhere looking for the cow thief, they end up with this big herd of steer. It's all dudes, and they're, like, all trying to hit on our three cows. It's very awkward and very funny. Uh, we get a song called Home on the Range. No, we actually get Home on the Range, but the person singing it is Grace, the cow, who is tone deaf. Oh, that's right. 
So it's like the only time they actually sing that song in the movie and she's not even singing it well because she's tone deaf, which becomes important in just a minute. Uh, so they get out to the cattle drive and then we meet our villain. Oh, can I describe him? Yes. This villain, when the, when the animators drew him, they did a great job. He's like shaped like a refrigerator mixed with, I don't know, a V or I, he's just the tall, <laughs> wide, you know, big brute. Yeah. And even when he takes off his uh, hat, it has, he, he has red hair. He's a mm-hmm. ginger. Yeah. Right? Like and big red mustache. It, he's and, just gross yeah. looking <laughs> and you see him and you're like, oh man, that's a bad guy. Uh-huh. And his bad guy power yeah. is yodeling. Turns out when he yodels, the cows get hypnotized and they just follow him. So he doesn't even have to work hard to steal them. They just go with him. Brilliant. It was hilarious. Very funny. Although Grace, who was tone deaf, is immune to the yodeling. Also amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad that became important. So Grace is able to save her friends from going to wherever all the other cows are hypnotized walking off towards. Um, sorry, hang on a minute. Uh, so Buck rides up with his bounty hunter riding on his back. Uh, and he ends up getting fired for some reason. Like, he's talking to the cows, and he's getting mad because they're telling him that he's, he's uh, I don't know, they're, they're getting in a fight about something, and the bounty hunter says, well, he's kind of skittish around cows, so uh, I need to get a different horse. That's right. He, he wimped out the, our horse that thought he was so darn cool and rode up there, kind of got fired. Yeah. Yeah, because I think he was just being a ding-dong around the cow. Yeah, yeah, and the bounty hunter didn't like it. Yeah. Meanwhile, we also find out that our bad guy, who is called Slim, is also the guy buying up all of the land in disguise. So he puts on, like, glasses and a hat, and apparently no one recognizes him. And he's been going around and, like, buying up all the farms that foreclose once all their cows get stolen. <laughs> so he's, he's kind of got this whole racket going. He's trying to buy up everything in the area. That's right. Um, so he steals from them, then he buys them out. Exactly. And he realizes in this scene that the only patch of land he hasn't gotten yet is our little patch of heaven farm, our happy little farm. And so he's got that in his sights now. Which we do need to talk a little bit about Slim and his, he has two idiot, what do you call them? Like two or three. Maybe three that are just his cronies. Yeah. These and guys they're are, like triplets, aren't they? Like blonde haired front of their eyes and just. Real dumb. <laughs> yeah, very dumb. But little patch of heaven, heaven happens to be shaped like the head of one of these triplets who always sits in the same spot <laughs> in front of the map. <laughs> so he never noticed it before because the guy was always sitting in front of it. Yeah, and he's like, wait a second. I thought I bought up this whole place. Then he like, the triplet bends down and he's like, (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was pretty clever. That was really funny. It was very funny. Um, so now we've got, uh, a fight in the rain between Mrs. Calloway and Maggie. We're getting back to the cows because they're still trying to find the stolen cows. They're trying to find the bad guy. And they can't. They get mad at each other and they're like, you don't belong at the farm. Fine. As soon as we find them, I'm leaving. And then there's a sad song while it's raining. Of course. Yeah. Best time to play sad songs. Yeah. The next morning, they meet a jackrabbit. And jackrabbit knows exactly where the villain is. So they follow him. They get to a buffalo bouncer. This bouncer was pretty funny. (laughs) He let the cows in 
He did not let Buck in because <laughs> Buck was a horse. He's like cows only. <laughs> yes. It was very, very funny. funny. Very, you have to see it. Yeah. You're going to laugh when you see yeah, it. Yeah, the buffalo was my favorite. Uh, then we've got a chase scene. So they get into, it's in like a mountain cave, and they're loading up all the stolen cows onto a train to ship them off somewhere. They're counting money. And our three cows, they put cotton in their ears. so Because they know. They know he's going to yodel. Yeah. And so they put cotton in their ears and they go in and try and thwart him, basically. So there's a chase scene, but the horse, Buck, kind of screws it up a little bit. This really reminds me of a Saturday morning TV commercial where just there's so much stuff happening and and an entire scene it's almost like a play like you could watch something over here is going on and then up in this corner the train's starting to move Mm. and and so it kind of turns a little cartoony in a good way yeah yeah so they they get on the train and they're taking the train away and then we find out that rico rico comes riding up he's the bounty hunter on a different horse and we find out he's working with the bad guy. We got so confused by the good horse thief stopper, the bounty <laughs> man. We thought at least he would do something, but he didn't. He actually helped him. <sighs> and Buck the horse realized that guy's not a hero. These three cows are. Yeah. So then he helps him. He helps the three cows catch the bounty hunter and like thwart him, basically. The train keeps chugging along on mm-hmm. the tracks. There's a funny, almost like head on collision scene. Yeah. But the train jumps the tracks right in time to land on the auction that is taking place at Little Patch of Heaven Farm, where our bad guy. Is trying to buy. Yeah. And somehow the bad guy, his glasses and hat come off during all the chaos. And they realize, oh, that's Slim, the cow thief. Okay, here's $750. And the farm is saved. And everyone's happy again. Maggie, the cow, decides to stay. And then we have a reprise of Little Patch of Heaven Way Out West. And we see some of the animals coming back from the county fair, which obviously Maggie has convinced them all to go win blue ribbons. Everybody loves the fair. This is, and that's the movie. That's the movie. It's great. Yeah. I loved it. But what do you say? We jump on over and find. Here are true facts about Home Home on on the the range. Range. Yeah. So this movie was a commercial failure. I wonder why. Was it Roseanne? She's polarizing. Really? I, it it kind of got mixed critic reviews, too. And I didn't go and look up some of what critics were saying. But for some reason, nobody cared for this movie. It's actually, like, kind of goes down as one of the most hated Disney movies. I am shocked. Yeah, I, like animated Disney movies. I've seen it's a near lot, the top of the list. I've seen a lot worse. I know, me too. So oh. I was surprised by that too. Wait, but, hold on. In in the vein of why everybody hates this, mm-hmm. I I see this movie was so poorly received by critics and audiences that the art director Michael Guillermo was fired from Disney. Ouch. Yep. Yeah, they also. Um, this was one of the last movies to use traditional animation. And after this movie flopped, the studio didn't do any traditional animation for five years. Really? And then they did Princess and the Frog and they did Winnie the Pooh. And then since then, they haven't done any traditional hand-drawn animation. Wow. It's all been computer. That's crazy. Yeah. So this was kind of the beginning of the end of the hand-drawn. Uh, like we said, Roseanne Barr, Judy Dench, Jennifer Tilly, who you'll recognize her voice because she was also Celia in Monsters, Inc. 
She was the gal oh. with the alien snakes on her head. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I really recognize that voice. What is she from? Uh, Estelle Harris was the chicken. Um, Cuba Gooding Jr. was Buck. Which I don't know that I cared for. I've never liked Cuba's voice. Really? I just, I don't know. It's a little. What? It's a little. I Hey, everybody's different. I think he's got a great voice. I think he's 85% there. <laughs> I just. Rude. <laughs> I just think he could push it over the top if he oh, wanted to. Oh, man. This was the last Disney movie to be widely released on VHS. Now, keep in mind, this was 2004. Wow. <laughs> it was widely released on VHS. Uh, movies after it, maybe there were a few. There's like limited releases, but this was the last one. That they're like, yeah, people are still buying VHS. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie ushered in, helped to usher in what is known as Disney's second dark age. Oh, no. The first dark age happened right after the Disney Renaissance. Uh, so like mid 90s, mid to late 90s. Uh, this is apparently the second one, which maybe we should do a whole podcast on that whole history because I'm a little fuzzy on that. This, I mean, the past couple of movies we've watched have been like, I've never heard of this. Have you? No, no. Let's yeah. watch it. So Dark Age, I guess, makes sense. Yeah. There have been a lot of commercial flops that, that we've watched recently. Uh, part of it is they kind of had some dysfunctional things going on in the management for a while, they kind of rejected the computer, the CGI computer animation, sure. and that kind of put them behind uh, some of the other studios. Uh, so, yeah, not going so well for Disney right now. Really not. Uh, Alan Menken, the com not composer, lyricist composer. Yeah. He, he did the songs. Yeah, He did a good job. I like the music. But he did songs for Little Mermaid, Aladdin, like kind of the classics that when we were kids we grew up with. Mm -hmm. This is his only project post-Disney Renaissance until Tangled, which uh, came out way later. Interesting. Uh, so he jumped right in and jumped back out again. The only other one I have. Do you have any more? I have some. Okay. Okay. This movie earned its PG rating due to one of Maggie's oh, that was my last one. <laughs> lines about her <laughs> udders. Yeah, they're real. Quit staring. That's how they earn their PG rating. Yep. Yikes. <laughs> um, I have some more. Uh, where did they go? No. Uh, there's a Goofy Holler, which we like Goofy Hollers. Uh, the oh, ho, 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 you know, yeah, uh, when Junior falls down an elevator shaft. Uh huh. Here's one patch of heaven is said to be a dairy farm, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, before Maggie came along, it had exactly two cows, two cows, yep, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of different animals, pigs, and apparently she'd never sell any of them. So yeah. I don't know why she had all the animals. It's just cute. It's just They're, cute and yeah, fun. You got to yeah. have it. She was growing carrots and stuff. During Slim's villain song, one of the tunes he yodeled is the William Tell Overture, which I noticed. Yeah. He was a good yodeler. He was a good yodeler. I do appreciate a good yodel yeah. every once in a while. <laughs> um, let's do one more crazy random fact for you okay and i'm gonna say slim sequined outfit and singing is a reference to roy rogers the singing cowboy mm. which i never really got into roy rogers i never did either but he's a thing i hear he's a thing he's a thing yeah wow well that's all the facts i have mm. is it a little chilly i think we need to head over to grandpa's house what is the moral of the story oh thanks grandpa let us talk about this <laughs> so awkward <laughs> <laughs> what is what is the moral of the story jay you know i think if i had to guess one i'm gonna say acceptance 
because it's always a good moral. Yeah. The when Maggie comes to the new farm, all the animals around her are like, "Who's this? We don't trust. Let's get her out." All the other ones liked her, except oh, for cows. Mrs. Calloway. Okay, yeah. all right. The Regardless, thought she was awesome. Yeah, that's right. She did all the trick eating mm-hmm. with throwing up the food, and yeah, she was yeah. a. She was a riot. Yeah. But I'm still going to say acceptance uh-huh. because there was a tuffle, but then she felt like family at the end. She didn't feel like family, you know, right away, but she helped the farm shamelessly mm-hmm. and uh, now everybody likes her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say something along the lines of we had that whole storyline with Buck not realizing who the real heroes were and how sometimes... The people doing the right thing and being the hero aren't always who you'd expect. Oh, nobody expects the cows. No one expects the cows to be heroes, Um, especially like the stuffy ones. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, yeah, it's almost like anyone can be a hero if they care kind of deal. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like that. That's a good one. I'd, I'd like the whole story just because it was... It's three women going, three female cows going out and like saving the day. Well, and having an adventure and fun and Mm. not a traditional woman's role, but like taking matters into their own hand. Yeah. You know, we're going to go do this. And they did. And I kind of like that take on it. I feel like I don't see that enough. Yeah. So. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good news, folks. We have reached the end of the show. So thank you so much for joining us. Mm-hmm. But we have a super duper treat coming up <gasps> next show. What is that? We are going to be watching The Incredibles. Awesome. So thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day. And until next time.